Oh my gosh, you guys. Welcome back to the Bender Blend number 24. I am Jordan Bender, your host for this journey. Um, thank you to Audrey, Clint, and Henry for sitting down on episode number 24 with me. We just chatted about uh, keeping momentum going when you get creative momentum. Um, and then we talked about some other shit. Um, I bring up the superhero question, like what powers you would have. Uh, we're going to have to save that one for like a full episode. Anyways, um, this will be released on Friday, August 30th, which means you have one day if you live here in San Luis Obispo. Tomorrow, September 1st, Henry's band Loose Cannon Club is playing at Bang the Drum Brewery 7 to 10. Be there or else you're real fucking square. Anyways, thanks for listening, guys. Enjoy. Love you so much. Ooh, that was rich. Yeah, that, that one had rich and creamy layers. To call those That's a rubber. hazy IPA. The timing opening. on that one, Henry. Slow ripping. He's getting, sometime, last week we had a we had to do a double take. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what happened? Uh, I, I just cracked it too early. I pr- well, I pr- I gave you a shitty countdown. Too, Premature so. Henry. That's what they say. call me. Oh God. Well, <laughs> that's well. Now we know that's Henry. <laughs> and then Clint is here. Hola. What's up? Say hi. Hello. Hi. Hello. Say. Yeah, hello. Tell everybody about your shitty egg puns or whatever you've been saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They're not shitty. Dad I liked jokes. them. I liked them until it was just too much. I have no idea what you're talking about, actually. <laughs> All right. Um, we got the snorter is back. Yeah. <laughs> Audrey, hi. Hello. Well, so, yeah, guys. Episode 24. Holy shit. 24. Wow. Okay. So we've been talking for a full day. For, oh, that's show. Is that a reference to the show 24? No, I was saying that we like hours. literally have 20 over 24 hours of us <coughs> just speaking. Oh, God, yeah. Well, yeah. I, well, a little more than that because each one's just a little over an hour. Yeah. So maybe what, 25, 26? Oh, no, I'd say we're up to like 20, <coughs> 29 hours. Yeah. With all that. Because there's, there's some that creep up on two hours. That's right. We had a few of those. Handful, creepers. But, um, maybe we can, we'll, we'll f- see how this one goes today, but. Um, We'll get to, we'll do our inspirations obviously later, but I think we're, I was talking with Gabby this weekend about creative momentum. Like when you get the momentum and keeping that going, like I, I feel like I've had like, like something shifted and it was like, and maybe it's because I'm doing more like hobbies and shit that I like to do. Like I've been going to the beach and going surfing every weekend now and that, and it like charges me and I'm like, I want to go do that and thinking of new projects that I'm like and challenging because I've got that old skateboard that I posted a picture of. I was like, I don't know where to start on it, but yeah. And that's where you have to just meet up with my pops and be like, Hey, I want to keep a lot of this stuff, but I want to make it nice and like sturdy and taken care of. So So. that that's been on my mind. And then, um, just coming up with like, and, and I've been listening to, uh, bunch of podcasts and just coming up with fun fun like things to do on the podcast like have our have a little like I don't know I think maybe one of the shows we can do a question and answer in the like build a little mini story or something like ideas like that have been running through my head like how can we make it a little more fun for listeners too like and be like and I gotta I don't know I have to figure out a better way to, for people to get a hold of us and send us ideas. Like Instagram's, 
pretty good. And that's a pretty be. interactive. Twitter, I feel like they're just, especially in slow, yeah. less people that use that site. Like, yeah. for me in LA, like, I know most of my friends have a Twitter down there, so yeah. it's easy to interact. But yeah. if you don't have... <laughs> like, we, we've shouted out our Twitter account and our Gmail, and yeah. it's hard to get people to actually interact. Yeah. So figuring out maybe even, like, if, if we <clears throat> started, like, a... Facebook group where people could post their new project or something so that people aren't just following us as the bet like we'll facilitate people sharing their art together. Mm-hmm. I think that could be a, a fun thing where it's like the Bender Blend like group. So people can talk about like ask a question there or post new art that they have done or just something. no dick pics. Yeah, well, unless, well. It's a, uh, unless it's a really artistic dick. Okay, that's yeah. true. True. Um, but yeah, so dick that, portraits only. No like, dick pics. If your dick is wearing a beret, then fine. <laughs> a French dick. Um, or a green beret. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try. Um, I'll abandon that that little one. But uh, yeah, st- shit like that's been running through my head. So it's it's been... Like I said before we started recording, I was like, I have all this moment. I feel like I have momentum, but I have yet to like chant, feed it into the right vein yet to get things produced. Like I haven't really been painting. I kind of like scribble. Oh, the other thing that has motivated me was my friend in Colorado, Badger, or Nick LaFaro, as we might call him sometimes. Nobody calls him that. It's Badger. But he's hosting this. Um, it's called Visions of Dracula. And hmm. it's he's doing this sweet metal sculpture of a bat. It's fucking sick. I'll yeah, we talked about that uh, okay. last week, I think. A I think bit. so. But yeah, he was like, he asked if I can contribute some art. He said all art, but I'm like, that'd be co- that's a challenge for me because I'm like, I kind of have to make it. I could do an abstract, which it probably will end up being that way. But I started kind of sketching bats and like looking up the anatomy, and I was like, it'd be cool to just do the skeleton frame of a bat, but. I can't draw that well right now. Okay. Tracing. But it's like one of those, like, that's that's on my, like, all these little projects start popping up, and I get excited. And that's it's the excitement returning of creative, like, juice. It's mm-hmm. moment. And I'm, I'm trying to, like, remember how this feels. And also, like, what are the triggers? So next time, if I'm in a slump, it's like, what was that moment? What did that moment? And sometimes it's just the... I don't know. Well, sometimes it's not even creativity that motivates. It's something else that like. Sometimes life, it's an opportunity, know. like right. like this art show. It's like actually something that has triggered yeah. you because there is a deadline Trigger. and because <laughs> there is something to now work for. Yeah. Whereas sometimes in making art, there's there's no reason to do it really in life mm-hmm. other than to like mm-hmm. feel fulfilled and make something. But mm-hmm. if you would like. Like every time we book a show, our band practices a lot harder. Yeah, because there's a reason to practice yes. and a reason to I get better at, at what you're doing. Mm. So sometimes it's it's literally putting yourself in a situation where you have to do something. Bless. Um. Yeah. No, I agree, man. That's yeah. It's so yeah. That's sort of the loose theme of today is the momentum, and also just I think I'm I'm as I'm as we're talking, I'm gonna kind of jot down I have some like fun questions for you guys just because I think it'd be fun and then we can put that question I can do it on the Instagram page of it's it's gonna be a fun just a silly question great and then answer from you guys I like, like nothing scary questions. but it's just like the whole like which superpower is something along those lines oh just for okay. fun okay if we get into the like, what superpower I have many like follow because mm-hmm. it's 
if we're gonna do right. what, if what one superpower, mm. like. <laughs> See, we're already going. I like it going down. Yeah, the no, I have a, I have a lot of stipulations for that. So, or also like maybe and maybe for the next, I'll get a little better and be a little more prepared. That's also on my goal list of for this thing is, and I think I said that from the start. But some days it's I'm way prepared. Other days it's like yeah, shoot from the hip. But yeah, that's that's what makes this the Bender blend. Yeah, it's a blend of shit and good and. <laughs> Great and deep and shallow. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, honestly though. I think that is a, a benefit where um, we're not we're not perfect people, and yeah. some weeks you have an off week, and it, you have to know that as an artist, you're not supposed to be or a creative or whatever. Like you, you're not going to be on every week. Yeah. You're not going to be super prepared. Um, but you can be sometimes. Yeah, and that. Sorry, Clint. I feel like no, no, I want no, you no. to inter. No, I just would agree with what Henry was saying too about when you have, like, especially just you know my experience with the band, and it would be definitely if there's a big show coming up. But then also too, what we would do is once we got it got momentum going, where we were practicing four nights a week, or whatever, even if we didn't have a show for a little while, we would still continue that schedule for working up little things in the songs or writing new stuff too. You know what yeah. I mean? Because when you play every day, it's like it's it, you get so much better. And if you take like, oh, we'll do Monday and Wednesday, then it's like, you know. Yeah, just life yeah. will continue. And the cool thing about that is too, there's lots of times where I would go in there too and I'd be like, oh man, I am not feeling it at all. You know, go in and kind of go through the motions and then halfway through the set, you know, you're totally... And well, again, you're teaching yourself that discipline mm-hmm. that like even like if you show up to a show and you're not in the right headspace, you can still you have that practice of getting into it and just learning how to go. Mm-hmm. Totally. And muscle memory. I mean, that's a thing, too, is where when you play the songs enough, which you should, you should be able to play them the entire song without looking at your strings mostly, you know what I mean? Or yeah. where it's just that way, then you can focus on performance. Your performance. Yeah. You don't have to worry about throwing a clinker in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, who, okay, here's a fun little, just a segue question. Um, has there ever been a band where you're like, just the worst live performance, but on an album? Because I've noticed that that happens mm. a lot. A lot of bands are great in the studio, and then they get on stage, and you're like, what? what is that? Mm. Like, is that... So I don't know, and I know there's a lot of factors. Like maybe they're tired; it's their fucking third weekend to a tour, and they're tired. But it's there's some bands where they have this expectation, and then there are surprises. Like the opener blows everybody out of the water. Yeah, and you're just like, what the fuck? That came out. And it's like an energy thing, and it's just kind of yeah. Maybe know. like I I wouldn't say like I've got a few that I've seen. Like I've had bands that yeah. like disappointed me performance wise, but not. Not in their actual talent or ability, but just like an uninspired performance mm. that felt mm. tired. Like it, like yeah. they they just were not having fun anymore. They were like were not engaging. And some of that I can totally see is audience based. Like yeah. like yeah. they're for sure. Like how they're interacting. But also I've seen people play badass fucking shows 
with like 10 kids ten, in the yeah, audience yeah. Yeah. And, and really kill it. So I think it's, yeah, it's that uninspired. It's usually never a band that I'm like, oh wow, they turned out to be terrible musicians. <laughs> but uh, it's more oh, bands that yeah. just were like, oh, this in- performance felt totally uninspired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What yep. about Clint? I know you're, I, I want your opinion on this. Yeah, well, you were in it for so going long. Going back to what Henry was saying, I mean, some of the best shows we've ever played were in front of the bar staff. Yeah. And same thing, and we would, especially when you're touring with another band, mm. you almost want to put your, like, you're sort of rocking, you're, you're, that you push each other. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we, we, then we pulled up and we were debating, fuck, should we just leave? The promoter did nothing. No promotion, no nothing, dropped the ball. Um, we still got paid. Um, but it, we're like, should we just leave? And we're like, no, fuck, let's fucking do the show. Yeah. And so it was great. It was, we had so much fun and yeah. you know what I mean? But I think a lot of things with, with bands is, um, live bands, real music is, um, you have to look at the production of the record versus the live performance. And are they able to achieve in the live performance, mm-hmm. what they did in the studio. Yeah. And some bands, I think, maybe forget about that, or they'll play a lot faster on the record. And then when you see them live, they can't play that fast. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've seen the opposite. Guys yeah. ramp up songs from yes. the out, al- like on stage, that you're like, that's way faster. And then in well, the, the album, you're like, huh? The common, you know, commonly for yeah. bands that would play, like <laughs> for, for the bands that I were in, we weren't really super high tempo. We would, go into double time beats, but most of it was, you know, mm-hmm. up-tempo rock music. We would play it a lot faster live than mm. we would on the record because you're pumped up, you know right. what I mean? Right, you the adrenaline. Yeah, that's a common thing to happen. Yeah. Um, but to answer your question about a band that I can think of that's just absolutely terrible live, but I love all their music. Yeah. Um, at least they, well, they've gotten a lot better now, but back in the day um, was no effects. Okay. Really. And they were just, they would just yeah. get so hammered. And, <laughs> yep. And it's like, you know, just Fat Mike didn't give a shit. He would, it just, you know, which that's fun to watch for 15 minutes. But yeah. you want to hear, you know, when they start playing Linoleum or one of your favorite songs, you're like, and they just totally do it no justice. It's yeah. disappointing. There's you know a band mean? called Dillinger 4, I'm sure you're aware of. Yeah. Same thing. Pat, they're, he, he, like notoriously get they get drunk like three songs in and he's like pulling his pants and he pulls his dick out all the time and they're always like god damn it and like I got lucky because Tad his Tad my brother got to see him like and he saw that he was like yeah they played and then they got like he couldn't play he was too hammered mm-hmm. so they're like I guess we're done which they were notorious for like that's what they're kind of known for but so people still went to the shows but it's always like maybe we'll see a whole show I got to see a whole show in Punk, at Punk Rock Bowling in Vegas two years ago. It was rad. Like, everybody in the... You could see everybody in the crowd. Like, they're, they're still playing. Like, it's a whole show. My sound just got weird. Yeah, I think, I think you, uh, your mic went off. Um, we'll, we'll take a, a, a quick break. It'll be nothing to the audience, but we'll see you shortly. Hey, welcome back. There we are. Except it's seamless. Nobody will ever know. Um, nice nap. Okay, yeah, but before that, what the hell was that? Punk Rock Bowling. Oh, yeah, so sorry. We went and saw, yeah, we saw Dillinger 4 play a whole show, and it was like, fuck yeah. Like, they got it, and it's, so, but I'm sure yeah. a lot of that had to do with the contractual agreement that they play a certain amount of time and they don't get paid. Yeah, yeah. I could see that for sure, but it was awesome. Yeah. But also, like, I could, I, I think, 
I might have caught like ten minutes of no effects at when, uh, and I'll be that guy that uh, van, when Warp Tour was good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's slow, slowly sinking. I love it. Um, but yeah, that's that's something that just like I no, don't know. I um, and and it's always like you said. And I get maybe I didn't state it. Is like bands you love that things are happening. Equipment failure. Um, but yeah, it's. Uh, I don't know. What about you, Audrey? Do you have a band that you're like you were stoked to see, and then you saw them, and you're like, no, not really. That's I guess I've had good experiences that way, or I'm not super picky. Like that's good. I was gonna say, yeah, um, that could be it too. Yeah. I saw Lumineers at a picky. festival one time. Not, I mean, you know, I've listened to a couple of their things. They're they're good. They're based out of Denver. Great. I just they're not one of my favorites, but I saw them play at a festival, and it was one of the things that Henry was talking about. Just that you could tell they were done. They were so over it. Yeah. Um, that one song that everybody knows, the Ho Hey song. Yeah. They hurried through that thing so fast. And it's funny because I remember thinking, I bet they're sick of playing this song. I was going to say. Lumineers. Hmm. And then as soon as they got on and started playing that song, you could tell they were just done. Which I totally got. Like, you probably get, you know, you get yeah. sick of playing the same stuff over and over. And Well, suck it up, Buttercup. Exactly. It was, it was, it was, go find yeah. fucking another job. It wasn't even one shit. of my favorite <laughs> bands, but it was kind of horrifying. <laughs> just like no. how much they hurried Clint's through bad. everything. And they yeah. were very, just, yeah. just very rote with the audience. Mm. And very... Dicks. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. It, it, yeah. it was. And it was a festival. It was like yeah. one of the better shows of the night. It was kind of like 10 p.m. right in the middle of everything. People are feeling good. Huh. And I they like, just kind of killed it. Yeah, like not losing that like childlike sense Spark. of wonder, I, know, I guess. It's so where hard, it's like though. you're like there could be a kid who fucking digs your shit out in the audience and is there to see you play. Why not give them a great performance? Well, that's your like that's your whole shit. Especially considering that most of those these festivals are fucking expensive to get into. Right, yeah, these people, people are traveling to get there. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, your job is to get up there and put mm-hmm. a show on for these people. You know? Yeah. I just, I just, I hate that shit. And granted, I think we've all been there with whatever you're doing that you're gonna have off days. But knowing that that's okay. And it's still your job to go out and perform. Like, or, like well, figuring out be, that balance. Just to be arrogant enough to take for granted the fact that you have the opportunity to play in front of all these people. For money. You're getting paid. You probably have a nice big bus out back. And to be not happy with that. Just and yeah. this is you know it's, I don't know man maybe it's because I never achieved that level of success so I can't say for sure but. I'm pretty sure that if that was my job, that was my gig, I'd be smiling. I'd yeah. Be, I'd be, you know, dancing daisies. Yeah, and there's all sorts of other external stress that comes along with that level of performance. Sure. But uh, but I think it's I think it's a kind of, well, at least at this table, like an accepted thing of like. They know what you're getting you're, into. You're yeah. there because it's like the never meet your idols thing but except it should never be that way as far as music goes you should go see your favorite band and they should somewhat live up to their experience mm. like i went and saw the wild beasts down in la one of the best concerts i've ever seen every song the band basically just rotated in a circle and picked up someone else's instrument mm. and they would just constantly like rotate around and they're singers were incredible it was one of the best shows i've ever seen and they weren't like 
going crazy and doing dancing stuff, but everybody was very into the music that they were playing. They were like super, they were putting on the best possible show and it was, it was really excellent. So I think there's, there's something in the middle of that where you don't have to necessarily perform, like be like dancing around, like doing crazy energy, but you have to like be taking it a certain, like you have to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. And and know that you were you were there to facilitate music for the audience, yeah. Not just for like how you feel that yeah. day, right? Well, to give you a, take a, a, a negative and turn it into a positive, please. One band that I never expected <laughs> to enjoy was the Head and the Heart. Really, that band? Well, mm-hmm. uh, no, because well, I mean, yeah. I, I no, heard them I, so much with yeah. my daughter and my uh, wife both love them. I have so, not heard of them. So we got they got tickets. So for I know I know the name to Sorry. go up to see them at the Fox Theater in Oakland, which is an amazing old art kind of art deco theater, <sighs> huge, beautiful, and it was all they they spent. You know, I don't know how many millions of dollars renovating it. Just absolutely beautiful. So Karen had couldn't go for some reason. So. I went. I took Sky and her best friend, this girl Sammy, who was our we called her our adopted daughter because they were always together, and went up to the city to meet with my buddy John Diaz, who was the best man at my wedding and one of my bandmates for years and years and years and years, and still to this day one of my best friends. And um, so I picked up John, and we were both kind of like, oh, oh, let's see what this show's all about, you know. So we get in there, and this guy's like, can we go? Like, yes, don't leave the theater, you know. We set up, meet sure. us back here. Yeah. So they went up. And me and John are like, let's go up to the highest corner we can find. And hide from all the teenage <laughs> Yeah, let's go up there. So we go up there and we smoke a joint. And they start playing. And like we're like, oh, wow. So we kind of go down. We ended up on the floor. And it was really good. Like those guys were, I was hmm. pretty impressed. They, they did a good job. And the sound was fantastic. Like production was awesome. But um, would I, like, did I drive home rocking their CD? No. No, but, but think, being in that moment, and well, sure, and yeah. feeling the energy, like you know, like I think that's kind of a crucial element to this <laughs> conversation is, regardless of what music you think you are into, at a live show, a performance can change your opinion about a band. Yeah, well, I think also one other element I thought about it for a long time, like what was it about that? And a lot of it is, you know, I I have what's known commonly as a musician's curse, where. When you when you do it for so long, when it's hard to get lost in that moment when you go see another band. The suspension of disbelief. Right? It's yeah. right. You just it's it's diff- especially with if it's within your genre. Do you know what I mean? It's like well, like making movies. You're going to constantly analyze the editing and the effects and the the cinematography. Every bit about it, you can break down because you know what it takes to put into that. Yeah. And I totally forgot what I was going to say because you interrupted. Uh, well, me it's Henry. it's your musician's curse. Oh, yeah. So I think what it was was that it was a genre of music that he and I both weren't familiar with. And it was interesting. And, you know, we were both like, wow, that was unexpectedly kind of cool, you know. So um, I had more to say, too, Henry. God damn it. I'm the worst. No, you're not. That's fine. (laughs) Henry's actually the best, believe it or not. No more cocaine before the podcast, Henry. (laughs) What? No. Huh. That's, that's part of the ritual for all of us. I'm kidding, but you get you get my drift. It was like, um, well, it's so, also like yeah, a, a genre you're not familiar with. Like, well, I heard, but I've heard those songs a lot because mm-hmm. every time we get in the car, let's listen to Head and Heart. You know what I mean? So all right, so okay. I, I, I was familiar with the songs in the car and whatever, but in the live setting, it was definitely 
um, far better, I think. Sounded better. I mean, they're. I they're found that to be true with a lot of things. Tight. Just like the live is better. Yeah. Enjoyed so, the live more. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times too, that and this sucks for bands, but a lot of times too, it depends on the venue. If you're playing mm-hmm. in a big hall with with you know four uh, square walls and no nothing, it's just going to be phase cancellation. That that crappy sound, that that just kind of white noise sound is all that's going to be. But if you're playing in an outdoor amphitheater or in a, in a proper room with a good sound system, then you're going to sound like a million bucks. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, so whatever. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> so <true>. whatever. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> well, well, hell, jeez. Um, you want to talk about something? <laughs> so whatever. Fuck that. No, I'm still mad about those bad, those guys. I, I whatever know. fucking band she was just talking about. Luminators. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That well, that Sorry, was triggered you. No, you did. Um, oh, you did. I was I'll, triggered. Don't I don't want to okay. eat up all the time on this topic, but it seemed like a fun one. Um, but yeah, it was. Um, I experienced a couple of those kind of shows at uh, Coachella when I worked Coachella back in. 2010, 2011. You were about to try. Um, I was a wee boy. <laughs> with very small hands. Um, I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Anyways. What, what were you doing? Uh, I was doing production. We were doing... So I was... I was going to say he was giving out tiny hand jobs. Totally, dude. Oh, my God. Um, very small. Very small job. Um, but a... Yeah, my buddy... Buddy? He uh, he got me... He said, hey, dude. Uh, he was working for AEG Entertainment at the time. And he was like, yeah, we need some, like dudes to run around and uh hang out on stage and get set lists from the band and ask them if they can pick three (laughs) three songs to uh upload to youtube or that they want on youtube live or whatever yeah and it was a cool gig so i was like literally would stand there on stage you know in the background like watching the bands play as soon as they were done they you most of them knew about what was going on so they'd find it i'd flag them down and they're like oh yeah hey so I was like, yeah. You talk to the bands or the managers? Uh, a few of them were the bands because the manager was the guitar player, which oh, was awesome. Yeah. Um, Titus Andronicus from East Coast, that was the case. Cool. Like, super fucking cool dudes. Um, and their performance was amazing. They didn't have a huge crowd. It was the middle of the day, so it was kind of like in and out. Like, it was hot as fuck, too. But they killed it, and they're like, oh, we got to go. But, dude, this is sweet. We'll be on YouTube. Holy shit. These songs, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we got to jump in our van and drive to fucking Philly. Mm. It was like, Jesus. cool. So it was like, and then there were the big time bands where don't fucking look at them. Don't, don't. And it was weird because for the first time I, re- I realized, I was like, oh, there, there is that weirdness in that world. Um, the fuck's that Mormon band? The dude is Mormon the singer. Opera, uh, the Killers. Yeah, the Killers. Uh, um, no, really? Wait. I've never no. liked that band. Really? So no, no, no. Not I know. just wait. Let me finish. That one says, album, though. Everyone says that. I don't um, know. Just they were overplayed. I didn't really. Like, but anyways, their performance was good. But it was like we couldn't really. I th- first of all, I think mm-hmm. they they didn't really like. They weren't very like personable. Like so, it was just kind of like they said no to all of it. They're just like no, we're good. 
Yeah, like, like we don't need any more promotion. But it's also like it's it's for like this is kind of part of the deal. But anyways, it was one of those. And then, um, but I didn't I didn't get to experience this, and none of us really did except my buddy and his boss because they had to, it was they were it was they were on that level of dealing with the bands and Kings and Leon mm. were like just shitty. Really? To everybody. Oh, and no. their performance was fucking gross. Like, no. He was like looking off, like, it looked like they were like, what are we, are we just playing songs still? Are we still what playing? What year like, was this? 2011. 2011. Oh, this was at the Coachella. So it was like, it's probably like the people weird. like use somebody right. who's like on the radio. That's, that's all kind of what I'm time. trying to figure out. But it's yeah. also like, fuck you, like, play. Yeah. For fuck's sake, like, what's a ticket to Coachella? 130 bucks or something for three days? Per person. Crazy. For, well, maybe one So day. it was like one of those, and I was like, it, it was just kind of like seeing these huge, oh, and the other one, and I'm sure uh, people listening, I hope it r- hackle, hackles go up, but I watched Kanye West, because I, first of all, I'd never really heard him, and they're like, everybody was going ape shit. They're like, dude, it's you have to go watch it. We have to, like... My even my buddy was like, yeah, just go like, your stage is fine. Someone will cover. Go watch Kanye, and I was like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't care. But I was like, sure, I'll go see what the hype is about. He stood with his back to the crowd the whole time, like what? looking at this weird marble statue of himself, like, uh, like doing his weird talk rap or what. People, I don't like. I was like, this sucks. So yeah, that's and even- people were going ape shit. They're like, ah, and I was like. Like he's, this is dumb. Yeah, hip hop, <laughs> hip hop performance. I it think was is. D- it was really. I was not impressed. I saw Blackalicious, and it was a little weird. Yeah, but I, it, but that was the biggest one that stood out. I was like, and I get his whole ego thing. Is like he's whatever. He's he's nuts. Probably it can vary so much in hip hop, especially <laughs> I think just having. Either a group dynamic when you have multiple people rapping together on different parts mm. of a track, you automatically have more energy. That's why like solo rappers have hype men, is because like it adds a totally different energy to the stage. Mm. Um, when I saw <laughs> it, like you need that flavor, flavor. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Like you like flavor having flavor. having that element of seeing band members interact yeah. gives you a better feel for the show and like who they are. Whereas if it's just them trying to interact with the audience, you can do it, but it is so much more difficult. I'd say the best um, yeah. in an intimate venue. Uh, one of the best shows I ever saw was when I was in high school. I saw Currency and Mac Miller play Slow Brew. And that was back. Uh, Mac Miller just ki- uh, <clears throat> dropped the kids mixtape. Um, this is all foreign language. Yeah, it's, uh, sorry. K- kicking incredibly dope shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> kids, uh, but currency yeah. was that like Mac Miller put on a great show, and he yeah. played all of his songs and like had Tree J up on TV with him and like. Is that the was... dude that looks like <clears throat> the bully from Doug? Cartoon Doug. No. Is he a white boy, Mac Miller? Yeah, yeah, and but like, he doesn't have green skin and red hair. Yeah, but he has red hair. No, he doesn't. Oh. Um, he um, looks like that. Roger. Okay, um, maybe a little. He looks like Roger. Maybe a little bit in the face. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Pittsburgh rapper. I have to, um, I have to, yeah, okay. But um, anyways, but yeah. Currency. Currency, I don't think he had a hype man on mm-hmm. stage. It was just him and a DJ. But he was actively like performing his lyrics right. as he was doing it. He was like doing a whole thing. Like he mm. 
perform the shit out of that show with just a DJ. Yeah. When I saw Childish Gambino, he had a full band with him. Oh, okay. So it was easier to just like take in the full performance and get really gotcha. into it as opposed to just somebody with a speaker and backing vocals that are pre-recorded and stuff. Yeah. So that it's I think he had a, people on stage. I don't I honestly kind of blacked it out cuz it was lackluster. I was like I don't get it. Yeah, it's 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 such yeah. a like the amount of pressure put on a single vocalist to perform the whole song basically with just a backing track, you have to be a great performer to pull that off. Yeah. So when you have a band or you add in other shit, it makes it a lot better. But yeah, I think he had shit. like two two gals on stage singing. Like, I but I just remember being and I it was one of those like I should have known better because everybody's going ape shit for him. Like usually when people are like, oh, it's the best thing ever. I'm like, it's not gonna be that good. Um, and then on the exact opposite end, Arcade Fire, which is a band that I I don't love, but there's a few songs I'm like, yeah, they're they're fun. They fucking blew it out of the water. Like, and the dude <coughs> was like weird, like almost like to the point of like you wanted to go hug him because you're like, dude, it's cool. Like, we're we're here for it. Because he was like, I don't even know what to say. Like, this is incredible. Like, I can't believe Just you guys are here. And yeah. He's like, I can't believe we're up here playing for you, all you. And it was That's a so huge rad. crowd. Yeah. It was really cool. And they did this awesome thing, which we didn't even know about in the production. Some people, we heard whispers. They're like, if you're going to see a crane over the stage, just don't don't ask about it. Like, okay. And then it was like a big net. And you could see something in it. And there was like a big, it looked like a big fishing net kind of thing. Was like, it full of balloons? Full, no, it was full of uh, light up LED volleyballs. Like oh blow up God. volleyballs. And so at, on their, revo- oh, fuck, what's that song? Wake Up or whatever, or... Does it have chant? Anyways, the, the rebellion. It was, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was chanting. But it was cool. It was like they they put a lot of like, holy shit, yeah, and, and so like they dumped it. it right in the like right at the big like moment, and it was really cool. And but it was I I enjoyed like you like again not a huge fan of their music, but it was like in that moment it was like fuck this is awesome like this is cool, you know. So it was kind of it was it was a good clean my palate after seeing like. Two huge names just kind of go out there and be like, "Phone it in." You love us, fuck it. You know, like eh. the LEDs, the balls had LEDs in them. You said, yeah, and they were like they were random. So like they and I, I'm sure there was like, because we you you'd look at it and it was like they weren't cheap. Like one of my one of the dudes that was working with us, he grabbed one and he was like, "I'm taking this home. This is fucking cool." Because and like yeah, it was cool. Like it was it. It looked for a while like they were flashing with the beat, so like somebody had a pr- something, yeah, and then that be funny. And then they started going on to the random like color change, and it was cool. Wouldn't it was that be cool. funny if their if their set time was like two thirty in the afternoon? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't think they would have done it, <laughs> or they would have figured out a different thing to drop. But but yeah. Anyways, that's. Um, a band that I thought was going to disappoint me and definitely didn't was a uh, Spoon. I got, oh, okay. I got to go see them last year uh, at the observatory in Santa Ana. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was, it was after a new album had come out and um, it's like well after their like main kind of fame uh, or like since they were in like the top billboard stuff. But um, so I was expecting, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go and they're going to play none of the songs that I know. Yeah. It's all going to be from this new album, but I liked the band. So 
like, why not go see him? And I had a free ticket, so I nice. figured why not. But I just went, they played so much of their old stuff, and like every other song after an old song was a new song. Hmm. So it got me in the right space to kind of accept their new music and, and like it a lot more. But their show was fantastic. They were super mm. appreciative. They like, when they were playing an old song that's definitely a crowd favorite, they weren't, they did not seem bummed. They were happy to like give the people what they wanted. Yeah. And that was super important. And uh, Cherry Glazer opened up for them. It's a fucking badass female led like punk band. Nice. And it was super rad to see that. Sweet. But yeah, that was that was one where I thought I was gonna be like yeah. totally phoned yeah. in performance, and they definitely did That's not. That's cool. Disappoint. That's always nice. Yeah. Um, well, that kind of goes back into the momentum thing of, and also the inspiration thing is like I, I I've seen a lot of live music here since I moved here, a lot of bang the drum, and I'm not gonna I won't I won't name names or anything, but it's like I see a lot of performances that I'm just like. It's the same thing over <coughs> and over. Yeah. It's a dude <coughs> singing with a guitar, and you're like, yeah, sounds like he's good. He's mm-hmm. very talented. He sounds good. But it's like, that's uh, that's not the sound I want to hear. And that made me think of, I was like, if I could, number one, I can't sing. But I was like, I got, in, I got a little inspiration of like, I want to fucking, I wish I could like, I was like, I'm, I need like a, like a, um, Fucking, I don't even know what the genre would be, but it it's like folk punk rock. Like um, the best examples, like I can think of, is uh, a couple of guys back back in Denver um, do this. Uh, the one dude is from, and I'm gonna fucking, I'm sorry, I'm like struggling. I'm thinking of the band name. I'm struggling like, real hard. He's like ninety. It was it was punk rock, but like now he plays acoustic guitar. Yeah. And it's but it's punk rock, and it's like. It's folk punk. Well, it's like Andrew Jackson Jihad, a little bit, where it's like... I don't know who that is. Uh, but. Super off, but like, yeah, you can hear like all the punk influence in it, but it's gone into like acoustic instruments. Yeah, but basically um, I was like, it made me, I was like, I want to hear like a dude like just ripping and like have like a kind of a gravelly like... Da, da, da. I was like, I don't want to hear this like... Like, I don't know. It was not, not, not in a shitty way of like, fuck that music. Like, that dude. So it's just like, I'm missing, I miss some, like, how come there's no, none of this sound here? You can tell the people that grew up in youth group playing guitar. (laughs) Like, it's, it's definitely, it's definitely like all the same, like, thank you, no, but just even like that, uh, does that, just like a does total, that make sense when I'm? I, I'm it does. I'll There's try like, and show you guys an example of what I'm hearing in my head, but it's like it makes me want to like play, and that's the whole Kevin Smith thing of do go make your own shit. I was if you don't, if it's not first of all, if nobody's making it, then you should go make it. And I was like, well. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I can tell someone that I know that's a musician be like, you need to start playing like badass punk acoustic shows. You know what a good punk rock band would be? Hmm. Folk Overload. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and again, I'm not trying to shit that's on people, but it's like... But I'm trying to shit on them a little bit. I'm trying to shit on them a little bit because it's, it's the inspiration thing of like, I'm not inspired by not seeing so a folk singer after folk singer after folk singer. Or like a folk singer with nothing interesting. Like there's one thing about like folk music that if a certain band's quality can like 
really captivate me and their music like right. like <clears throat> brings me on a journey with the way they've composed their songs but it, if it's too on the nose for the genre and it's just run in the mill folk music I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. It's it's just like art. It's like, yes, you're you can perfectly draw this person, but that doesn't draw me to your art. Correct. Like you are doing everything you should be doing if if that's what you're going for, but mm. it doesn't make it special by you just not taking any yeah. risks with your style. <clears throat> and and again on the other end, I'm sure it's like I uh, the the less cynical side of me is saying Maybe this is this person's momentum of like, um, uh, maybe this isn't what they exactly want to be playing, but it's like in the moment they're like, well, I got a gig and I'm going to go play in front and of I people. I wrote yeah. this song. And I wrote it. Like, cool. That's fuck. Okay, good. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> I agree 100% with um, that, for sure. But, you know, it, I, and so for, and then of course I have to inject my personal shit because I'm insecure <laughs> and whatnot. And I was like, oh, I got to make it about me somehow. <laughs> I was like, I need some fuck. And so that goes. That's the thing. You know, it's subjective. Yeah. But anyways. But, I, you know, Bender, yeah. I yes. think, too, that part of, and I, you know, I, I agree with you 100%, and I think you and I are, are, you know, very much aligned on what you and I would both listen to. Um, I think part of our, what, you, what you're reflecting about the music that you hear, um, so part of it has to do with our own musical taste too. Yeah. Well, like if I was walking into Bang the Drum mm-hmm. and there was like a rock band playing every time I went in there, even if it was a shitty rock band, yeah. I'd rather listen to a shitty rock band than some fucking dude with the man bun like singing about a creek. You know what I mean? Uh, guy, <laughs> yes, yes, 100%. Shout out to dudes with man buns and everything, but fuck, man, you know? Give it a rest. Too much, too much of one thing, yeah. for sure. <laughs> and so that's kind of like, yeah, that's just my my personal bitching about like, but it also inspired me too. Not like surprisingly, it wasn't like, fuck this. It was like, you know what? How do I figure out how to make music that's not this? And it's something like, of course it's, you know, I'm not going to go, go do that right away, but it's something that, that adds to my little momentum builder, like this project now, like go pick up your acoustic guitar, pick up, you know, Fucking fuck around on it. Makes fuck around on GarageBand. Start yeah. doing doing more of that kind of stuff. And yeah. so that that's the ter- like you said, turning a negative into a positive. That's it's right. like even if it's a and, show and, you don't like. It's like, and going back to you know the whole thing was I had a guy out there on Friday <clears throat> playing named Billy Manzig, the local guy. Shout out to Billy. It's a good dude. Billy Manzig. Yeah, Manzig. Manzig. And okay. he's he plays full time. One guy. Mm-hmm. Really good player, but he. He does this kind of cool, like, you know, heavy blues sort of. Yeah. Um, and he he's really really good, and he, he a lot of sound from one dude. You know what I mean? So, um, um, that was cool to see. So it's not like I have a bias against one dude with one guitar. Right. It's, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and no, nor do I. But it was just like in the moment over the last couple of weeks of like going. To, you know, it's just like, but dude, if your if your music sounds like youth group music, fucking change it. <laughs> Woo. Um, no, no, I mean. Well, that's the thing is like, and I I have zero. So uninspired, I can't like I yeah. I literally I hear can't. You, dude. Yeah. I but uh, well, here's the 
psycho. Here's with the all psycho Christian music artists. Yeah, and it, yeah, uh, and so that's that's the thing. It's like uh, there is great Christian music out there. Some yeah. of the best choral co- compositions in the world are as far as like contemporary. Like but like, yeah, contemporary Christian Ooh. music that's literally meant to be middle of the road, mm. digestible. It's zero risk taking as far as your song structure, the anything about it. And it just so turns grating. me off. I can't get into it. It's me so neither, man. I get, I get it's, zero emotion. It's the same people emotion. that are doing New Country. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same shit. Yeah. Except same for Sturgill. Um, He's not New Country, like mainstream. He's like, kind of neat. True. You, oh, you're talking mainstream? I'm talking yeah. Mainstream. yeah he, like, um, which it's funny because he kind of is mainstream now, but... um. But in a different way. He's he's got his he's it's his sound of like he I don't lump him in with fuck that. Talk guy. about one of the uh, best the stadium country. He is not one. a part of the stadium country. Tim McGraw yeah. or who's the douchebag that was in like Alan Jackson? No, no, he's old school. The, it was like he had a Trace Adkins or some bullshit. Oh. Anyways, oh, I don't know. I don't. There's that right that whole like it's to me it started in like the early two thousands. Like I remember hearing this shit like. Red cup, solo cup, and I'm like, the fuck is that? <laughs> well, we have to remember too that some of these artists don't even write their own songs. Correct. So there's um, that. So they're literally they're just. But they hear it and they're like, yeah, that's cool. I'll sing that. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. That's yeah. true. But yeah. anyway. No, that's a but cool song. I'm down with that. I guess the well, so the psycho part of me, which I which I don't do, is walk up to these these dudes that are these dudes or girls that are playing and singing and just be like. What would you think about playing this kind of music? Because it's like a lot of time you can tell that they would not never entertain that because it's like they like what they're playing, clearly. Like they're into it. I'm like, that's good. But I always like, there's a part of me, I'm like, how can I get them? Because they're talented. It's like you can sing, but how do I get you to play a Like I want, well, I'll play the fucking tambourine for you or something or the kazoo. But there's that part of me that like has that little like wishful, like, oh, what if I could... And then I sh- or I show them a band that I like in that genre, and they'd be like, "Fuck!" And they start playing it, and I'd be like, "Yes, we got a convert." <laughs> I think some of that comes from playing with other people. Like, yeah, a lot of the songs that <laughs> yeah. Luke writes for our band, when he has them as just the bass concept song, when he's singing it alone with an acoustic guitar, right? It is so. It's usually way more. It like has twang on it. It like already like. It's way slower and everything. Like, we have a song, um, Vacancies, and it's this little, like, slow strumming acoustic guitar song. And when he plays it with the full band, he's fucking yelling it. Like, yeah. it is, it, it turns into a totally different song because you have, like, without even want, like, telling somebody what to do, just musicians playing along with it, it takes on a new life. And, and, <laughs> not having the opportunity to do that I think is you get stuck in your own ways and yeah it just kind of turns out how like without other influence just how you wrote it right yeah it's yeah I mean it's a good point and I just yeah it was one of those again like telling them like <laughs> how do I turn the negative into a positive and it it like saying it did motivate me but um what about you guys? Do you guys, are you guys in any kind of, I know we kind of talk, we do catch up every week about it, but it's like any new projects or hobbies or new things that you started doing that you're like. I've been playing. I mean, I've been working on stuff, recording yeah. stuff and yeah. Mm. So that well, guy, Billy, who 
who played out there afterwards we went out and got some beers and he we were talking about music and mm-hmm. um he's kind of popped me up a little bit he's you know he's like what the fuck what do you mean you're not playing I'm like why well, you know yeah. Dude. Well, you're a busy man. That's but. what I. He's like, I get it. He's like, but yeah. you know. But anyways, um, so yeah, Saturday night spent like three hours. Went down, had a beer with uh, Kyle, aka Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> and then just went home. And yeah. That's yeah. after I text. You know, we kind of texted for a little bit, and mm-hmm. uh, my wife was out with her girlfriend Shelly, so I just went in there and just got to work, and it was pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's got good, lot, man. Got a lot done and felt good. Yeah. So, I, I, I kind of want to hear. Maybe you can show me sometime. Yeah. Um, and also, I want I I I still want you to, and I think you do remember that little riff you played for me. Yeah. A couple of weeks ago, when we were talking about the intro song, I was like, God mm-hmm. damn it, it's good. Um, so I want you to hold on to that one. Record that. And record definitely record that. Cause <clears throat> That may be the official intro to the Bender Blend. I hope so. Added with some peppered in some uh, something else <coughs> there, but you know. Mm-hmm. I've been working on some sweet raps too. Raps? Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, yeah. It's probably better than Kanye. Um, <laughs> oh, woo! Oh, shots fired. Gu- guaranteed. Um, but yeah, I don't. I mean, that, that was. It's funny because almost talking about, <laughs> and that's also part of this thing is like talking about the moment it's, it's there's certain things i'm like i'm i'm working on but i don't really want to talk about them yet because it's one of those like it's a weird like if i talk about it i'm gonna lose the like what it could be what it could be or a lot of it's like is it's kind of a secret until i'm like i mean i want to share but it's like yeah i'm not ready i want building suspense in my own mind but at a certain point, there's there's definitely a time to talk about what you're making mm-hmm. and what you're doing, and there's a time to like shut your fucking mouth and yeah. and work on it in secret because mm-hmm. there, there's always been those people, and I'm super guilty. I've done this a couple like multiple times where I start talking about this idea that I have, mm-hmm. and like I'm like yeah, I'm working on this, I'm working on this, and then it doesn't happen because I'm talking about it more than I am doing, doing it. it. Right. And so it, it's, it's now like an intangible thing that you actually can't get done because all you've done is talk about it. Yeah. So like letting it be and letting yourself work on something as opposed to just like letting loose about your idea. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Um, yeah, Audrey, do you have any projects, anything you're working on? You're, you uh, just designed oh, a t-shirt. I was going to say, you need to share that news with I us. did. Yeah. Um, so my sister's in this band called Be and the Hive. Be um, and the Hive. Which, they're super stoked. They get to open for Alanis. Um, More set? Yeah. Really? Wow. That's awesome. September, so I get sick. to go cool. for free. I'm pretty excited. So that's basically, they wanted the t-shirts by then. Okay. Is it at the so, Fremont Theater? No, it's, I'm, I can't remember where it is, but it's, I think it's a couple hours away at the most, maybe. Uh, okay. Um, nice. But yeah, so Fuck they yeah, wanted the t-shirt. Congrats to them. That's yeah, awesome. Thanks. And then, I'm yeah. Um, can you, where, obviously, it's, is it on your Instagram page? I don't remember if I saw it on Yeah, there. but I can, um, I can share it again. You should. Yeah. Tag Because I had tag. to redesign it a little bit. Um, so yeah. I'm super nervous, because I don't know what it's going to look like once it's translated to uh, a t-shirt. I'm sure it'll be sweet. It'll be it's awesome. Be awesome. But yeah, having that's a exciting. t-shirt I designed on sale at the merch booth at an Alas Morissette concert, that's not... That's, that's pretty a pretty sweet. fucking sweet thing. Yeah. So, that is yeah. very cool. Um, Isn't it ironic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, 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 oh
I think we stopped recording. I think that's it. I think we got it. I think we got it in one. (laughs) Nice. Well done, sir. And then as far as inspiration, were we still doing that? Yeah, we do. We can start that. So we have our show coming up. That's basically Yes, we got to talk about for the locals that can go see uh, Loose Cannon Club on September 1st at Bang the Drum. Yeah. Show starts at 7. We're going to have some uh, people opening for us and... Uh, it's going to be people alone playing acoustic guitar. Nothing <laughs> <laughs> no. wrong with it. Um, no, no we're, we're going to have people doing some duets and stuff like that. Our buddy Andrew is going to do a couple songs before we go on. And then, um, yeah, we'll have a little bit over an hour of original music for people to... Your set's over an hour? Yeah. Nice, good work. Okay, sorry. That's awesome, dude. Fuck yeah. Yeah, so um, we'll be doing that. We'll hopefully have some stickers made. Um, We'll probably just pass them out for free right now. You should. And um, yeah, it'll be be a really good time. We've been working on this for a while. I think it's our first concert in San Luis. Right, proper. Because you, your first one was in Los Osos. First Los one was Osos. in Paso. Oh, that's right. And then we did Los Osos, okay. and now we're in Slow. Right. What a special yeah. night. Mm-hmm. That's sweet, dude. Yeah, yeah, it'll be a really good time. That'd be fun, man. And then after that, we got to get Luke in here. Yeah, <coughs> play some play some toned-down versions of, yeah. of our songs and like ask him some questions, and we'll, we'll resurrect some of our old... Uh, Duets, because we we originally started out writing music where I was on ukulele and he was on acoustic guitar. Mm. So we have all of these little, like amazing little jingles that we wrote. That's awesome. Is, nice, yeah. cool. That's exciting. Fuck yeah. Um, do you want to jump into your the inspirational or the share share some new shit for people to go search and listen and look and absorb? Yeah, we'll go back around the table. Yeah, let's. Let's that start would. with you, Audrey. Oh, wait. Oh, what? No. Yeah. Okay. You don't have anything? I mean, I do. Well, let's share. Okay. <laughs> so nope, I got to go. There's no pressure. Uh, I got to go to LA a couple weekends ago, and um, we went to this brewery that makes one of my favorite beers. I had never been there before, and it was very, um, it was awesome. It's very inspiring. I'm sure Gabby kind of talked about it a little bit. because Brewery Gabby, West? Yeah, we, we got to go to Brewery West and take a tour, and that was really... Kind of an unofficial tour. It was really inspiring. I was going to say, for you making beer, like, I'm sure that's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, just yeah. seeing the, the equipment they have and the level that you could reach yeah. and be able to just f- fine-tune something. It's awesome. <sighs> inspiring. Make, yeah, yeah, just make really, really, really good craft beer. So That's good. Yeah, um, which is good that I'm getting fired up about it because Kelly is getting ready to be gone for a month. So it's oh, going to be kind yeah, of me. Okay. Um, wow. Henry and Gabby. Sometimes. Is that who it always is? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's talking. I don't know if that's talking. <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, but yeah. So anyway, <laughs> super drunk right now. <laughs> I am actually. So anyways, that was kidding. very it's inspiring okay. career. It's all right. We both we all just fell silent because I was like, I don't know how to respond to that. I don't know what that means. Um, well, that's good though. That's I have. I guess, I don't think, yeah, I mean, it seems like, how long have you been doing it now for? Since February. Okay, so. Long enough. <laughs> long enough, but you. To know, to have hopefully learned something. Yeah, but it sounds like you're, it's it's something you actually are pretty passionate about now, like, or getting there? Yes. Okay. Which is funny, because it was a total accidental. Right. 
just kind of fell into it. And it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a cool it's skill to have. It's like a natural thing for you. Yeah. I just want to go on the record by saying I was just kidding about that. <laughs> Wait, are you just <laughs> I just liked I the know. moment of silence and everyone was like, oh. oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was expecting like, like people like you guys to laugh and it just got quiet I'm like oh fuck no really I, oh no yeah, no shit. I was I was looking no. up some inspirations real no. quick yeah, I, just, <laughs> I was just kidding uh, you're gonna get you you're in trouble Kelly I love you it's fine <laughs> um, just kidding <laughs> but no that's okay well what else what uh, else have you got anything for people to do you have any new music that you heard that you want to share <sighs> Do you have any new movies? New movies. We can come back around. I kind of refell into Dark Knight. I know that's super lame, and I just found out today that that movie's 10 years old. So talk about feeling old. Um, But there's just something about Christopher Nolan that's just phenomenal. Oh, he's a brilliant director. And there's something about Dark Knight specifically. I know what you mean. And I don't, it's, it's, which is hard to tell people Mm. because it's very dark. And it's, if you kind of let yourself. Well, it, it's it's at that perfect middle point. It's I just, think that the like it's a thing of beauty, at, man. You look at the old it Batman is, movies, and in them there is this inherently like silly comic booky characteristic right. that is super important to the series. And you have Dark Knight that took it seriously in an era of right. movies that meet was the, exactly. the whole trend was to go and darker. Then, and then combined with his unbelievable talent, and then of course everybody working on that film. Batman Begins was great too. I just think that that's a really difficult story to tell. The origin, the origin story. story yeah. it, it's it's a tricky one to do. It's like why hours, he, yeah. yeah. And he did it yeah. well, yeah. but there's it's still got that. It, it was, and then here you have Dark Knight. It, it's all set up. It's ready to go, and you can introduce this. But you can also see where like villain that just is phenomenal. But you can see where DC messed up mm-hmm. with the future of their series because they mm-hmm. saw Dark Knight as the opportunity to kick off a darker, more serious version of things in direct competition with Marvel that is like, they take it seriously enough and yet they have a sense of humor and they're still super comic booky, but they figured out the formula. And so DC was just like, oh, so we're the dark, serious version of Marvel. And that's just not mm-hmm. how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, you, that's, they thought that if, oh, if we combine Dark Knight and Watchmen together, yeah. Yeah. like, we'll have a successful series. And it just didn't work. Yeah. So you can see, like, all of the things that DC wishes they could do in the Dark Knight. Yeah. Like, that was the winning formula. Yeah. But you also have that in a bottle where it's Christopher Nolan and his brother like writing these movies, mm-hmm. like making them. Yeah, the Jonathan Nolan art. is maybe as talented, if not more so, especially in writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're a great team. Yeah, they're awesome. And they work that's, super well together. That's phenomenal. That's um, well, cool. No, I. That's. that's and then I had a music one too, if that's chill. Yeah, it is chill. That's the point. Um, <laughs> Tell us. I, Tell the people. I fell down. I sometimes I love YouTube wormholes where you uh, just kind too. of get distracted and you yeah. just keep going deeper and deeper. I do that. But I ended up. I remembered watching a Michael Jackson performance of Billie Jean as a kid one year, and I was mm. keen to find the same one. It's his 30th anniversary performance of Billie Jean at Madison Square Garden. Okay. I showed Henry, I think, didn't I? Didn't yeah. we kind of nerd out on it at the brew house the other day? It's phenomenal. Like I'm still stuck on it. Obviously, I've watched it maybe ten times this week. Um, 
but the song itself is just killer. And then for the 30th anniversary, it's just him on a stage. He's not even spotlit when he first walks out. He's got a little briefcase. Hmm. And it's just him with a stool and a mic, and he's slowly opening the suitcase, and he puts on this sequin jacket. He's taking his, he's taking his time, totally. Um, hmm. And then uh, he puts a hat on and kind of tests it out, and then he pulls out the glove, and people are just going nuts. And it's just him getting dressed on the stage, unlit, like you can hardly see him. And then he kind of walks around for a minute and like eases into everything. He, he takes his time and people are just losing it. Well, he knows how to milk it. Too. Well, and like... then he finally just like he looks like he's kind of striking a pose for a minute. And then he just gets into the song. And it's, it's just the fact that he could just walk out on stage unlit and people would lose their minds. And then he gets lit. And, exactly. <laughs> and then just with such a killer song and the whole performance, like he doesn't even moonwalk till the end. Like, I don't know, four minutes in. Yeah, he's milking it the whole way. Oh, my God. What a talented human being and what what an artist to be able... 30th anniversary performance is just him on the stage. That's awesome. it. It's okay. just, it I've gives me chills. It. It's I'll, phenomenal. Right. I'll go watch it. It's I, I don't know why. You might not think it's that cool. I just There's something no, about that simplicity that just, to me, to, it just... Yeah. Uh, so good. That's awesome. All right, I'll go look it up. I've never seen that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Shimon. Ow! <laughs> Although my favorite Michael Jackson noise is just the one of him yelling. Where he's, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one, too. Shimon. Um, Clint, what's up, man? Do you have some uh, movies? Yeah. Bands? I haven't seen movies in a while. Anything? I do this um, thing called life. Yeah. And, and, and here, let's 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 change the name today. It doesn't have to be inspiration. It's like just share share what you want to share with people, so that if they if they have seen it, awesome. If not, they can go find it and be maybe they get something out of it as well. Uh, That's kind of the point. It's maybe inspirational. We'll, we'll change the name. It's super boring. But I start. I like went back and revisited the um, screeching weasel record. <laughs> Which one? The um, the one with cool kids. Oh, we're the real cool kids. Yeah. We're gonna never talk about all the other kids. kids. Yeah. And that's a great yeah. album. It is a good album. Fuck yeah. Ben Weasel. He's kind mm-hmm. of a turd. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but whatever. He's, yeah. But yeah, dude, there, I've seen Screeching Weasel uh, two times, I yeah. think. But yeah, that's... Fuck yeah. Nice. Yeah, other than that, man, just, you know, like I said... Uh, we're going to get a different Clint in, what, a month? You're going to be free? Probably of... a lot more free time, yep. Okay. Uh, at least Friday night's free. All right. Which will, you know, it's a big difference. Let's make some music on Friday nights. Yeah. Into make it, bro. sweet music together. Sweet, Into sweet, it, bro. Sweet, yeah. sweet, heavy devil music. No. Except <laughs> <laughs> so that is true, really. I mean, um, mm-hmm. it could be. It's going to happen. Nothing yeah, wrong with I the do devil. love the devil. I do love the devil. <laughs> Who said that? I think the devil just said that. (laughs) So, yeah, man, nothing too exciting on my end. Uh, Good week. Just still having a good time in the garden. Good. Okay, yeah. Coming along amazingly well. Nice. And, uh, yeah, staying out of trouble. All right. Henry, what's up, man? You got to share some things. You always have good shit to share that I've never, that I, especially Um, me, I've never heard of. So, let's see here. Um, 
I've been really into the band. The band. The band. The band. The band. Tom Garage. Where are you? I'm sorry. Sorry. Oh, God. Now you do the best. Recover, recover, take a breath. It's fine. It's fine. I found this really cool band. No, it's called Soccer Mommy. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, but it just—it's a did. hilarious name for a band. Soccer um, mommy. Another like in the in the vein of snail mail. Oh, uh, okay. But, but this this uh, the lead singer is from Nashville, so you can like hear a little bit of twang, and even in the in the drum production, you can hear this kind of loose shuffle. feel that like yeah, it's the shuffle and the the way they're using hi hats for verses and choruses and stuff like very what much kind of fits. Stuff is it? It's it's easy like easy like I I'm pretty sure I played you guys some snail mail the other yeah. week. It's like a little dream poppy. Um, I don't know. It's it's you could in a simpler time you could call it indie music. Mm. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's simpler times. These are not, however. But uh, yeah, super super fun stuff. Um, just been like good good listening for just doing things where yeah. I can I can sit and listen and draw or or write something or put it on at the brewery if I'm working like it's it's it's, it's easy to show people and have them not take a hard stance on it okay where like if I'm mm-hmm. showing somebody hip-hop that I really like or a punk band like it's it's you have to be ready or yeah. or susceptible to that type of music mm-hmm. to enjoy it mm-hmm. so this is one that like Definitely, like, showed my mom right away, and she was like, "Oh, I like this a lot." <laughs> it it kind of crosses a little bit more, but it's also super unique, and I and I really enjoy their music. Um, but for my visual inspiration, I'm going to go with "The Night Is Short," "Walk On Girl," which is a new movie by Masaki Yuasa. Um, he did the movie Mind Game, and most recently he did the Devil Man Crybaby series on Netflix. He's an anime uh, director and visual amazing person who has developed this like super fast and loose style of anime where it's super exaggerated. Um, the people's like figures and forms aren't so developed. It's a little, like, depending cool. on where they are in the frame, their, um, I don't know, like, what it is, their definition changes. Like, it'll be, mm. like, just, like, slanted, curved figures in the background mm. and stuff, and their facial expressions, the way they run is also exaggerated. It's, all of his stuff is amazing. Mind Game, I'm pretty sure, is on either Amazon Prime or Netflix right now, and it's an incredible movie that I would highly recommend. It's highly, like... Uh, psychedelic and crazy their his storytelling elements go beyond what we would consider like a normal western storytelling hmm. um, it is he's an incredible director and I love Devil Man Crybaby on Netflix it's hyper violent and sexual going like and using one of the oldest manga that's that's been popularized as its base storyline hmm. to tell this new story um Really incredible, but I, I recently saw the trailer for um, Night is Short, Walk on Girl. Walk and on it girl. looks, or Night is Short, comma, Walk on Girl. Okay. And uh, 
it looks incredible, like definitely in the vein of his movie Mind Game, but same visual amazingness hmm. that I've seen before, <clears throat> and I saw a great review of it the other day, so okay. I'm going to make it a point to try to try to watch that soon. But right. um, it, it definitely inspired me to go check out some more up-and-coming anime directors because they're constantly pushing the boundaries of, of what their style can become. I wish I could get a hold of one of them and say, hey, and whoever I could get a hold of and say, can you guys do the Dark Tower in anime? Oh my god, that would be so rad. Like the whole series, because that, that's the only way to do it. It would be so perfect. Like, Damn it. <laughs> the only ways that you can do a lot of those books are like, what is it, the like BBC mini theater things where it's like yeah. sick, like a season per book mm-hmm. or an anime. Yeah, that's okay. I can keep hoping and dreaming that that would happen just, someday. Just keep sending it to people and they'll do it. Yeah. Stephen King will be like, yeah, dude, if if, yeah. if this dude who, who made my game made Dark Tower, it would be... Fucking insane mm. and super awesome. Fuck yeah. Um, nice. So you got Soccer Mommy, the band, to check out. Yeah. And then The Night is Short, Walk On Girl. And one more time, that dude's the director's name? Yeah, it's uh, Masaki, M-A-S-A-A-A-K-I. Um, and Yuasa is uh, Y-U-A-S-A. Okay, Masaki Yuasa. Sweet. Fuck yeah. Um, Any inspirations from you? Good bender? Honestly, not. I think I went through a huge list of the Tiny Desk concert. That was, I think I'll just do the blanket statement of just go on YouTube and go and just start watching Tiny Desks. Or KEXP. KEXP, what's that? It's another radio station that does really high quality recordings of Uh live. Okay. Uh, of live performance. Also, Audio Tree. Audio Tree. Good one. But yeah. Like all of these things, just go on their channels. Um, exactly. Like start listening to new bands and you'll find stuff that you will relate to. And also, you'll find bands that are have been around for a long while and you never knew about. Um, as far as older bands, they're no longer a band, but I started listening last night because I was feeling I, I, need, I always need my metal fix. So, uh, I think it was Carcasses. It was right there. The band is Carcass. Yeah. Um, and they were, their big, I feel like, I think their biggest album was called Heartwork. And um, this one was right after it. And it's a weird, it's a weird cover album. Like, if you didn't know it was heavy metal and you saw the cover album, you'd just be like, what is that? Like, weird shit. Anyways, the album is called Swan Song. It's fucking really good. Really good. I, I think it was like 1996 when it came out, and to me, I they've always been that band, a, a death metal band slash they they kind of blend some genres, um, but they to me like listening to them, they always sounded way ahead of their times. Like they do shit where it's like if you listen, if I showed someone now that never knew about them back then, they're like, oh, they're new. It's like no, but they they had something about them, but they they've kind of been my fun like going through their a bunch of their stuff and seeing the difference and but yeah that album specifically last night it was just hitting me just right i was like damn it that's good mm-hmm. metal carcass yeah swan song but oh yeah um yeah other than that the inspiration slash i don't have anything else to share that's new that i discovered um but just kind of going over my little project list and being you know excited about making shit again and 
getting into a good little creative groove here of like, I want to work on this. And obviously the time thing, I, I, that's not an issue. It's the, it's just a, it's kind of just fun to just go with it. Like start a little bit here, work on this a little bit here. Like I'm not, you know, usually I, that's kind of how it goes, but it's feeling a little more, I'm being a little less hard on myself if I don't finish one little thing that I do. Like you the have skateboard a big list, list. Yeah. I got a big list and it's like a little picking away at it and it's fun to, for my brain, that's how I got to do it. It's just like picking away at little shit. And that's important too is like yeah. not betting too hard on one thing. Mm-hmm. Like having a big list and like wanting to pursue things and if it's too hard, if you don't have the time or like the resources to do something... Pick another thing from your list. Like, start just chipping away at those things individually. Yeah, I mean, you guys can see my little... And I I don't know where... I might have to go online and find this awesome sketch pad. But it's paper for pens. Like, I don't know why, but I... Something about... And maybe it's, it is the actual paper. But, like, I'd rather sketch on this, even in pencil. Like, I have other sketchbooks, but I don't... For whatever reason, I don't sketch them. This one, for whatever reason, it just feels right. It's like the right size. More, maybe because it's more of like almost looks like a notebook. But mm. I need to go find more of these because that whole the the visions of Dracula like is a weird challenge to me. And I'm like, I keep thinking around like I really want to do something cool. But, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, yeah, inspiring by. I guess I'm being inspired by everybody else doing things. Yeah, which isn't, that's not wrong. And also watching performances of things and being like, I want to do something different. Mm-hmm. And I know there's some metal, I know I think there's a metal show coming up. It's in Paso, but... All right, so let's go. Um, I, was like, I, prob- I probably need to go see that because I, I need to see What some. metal show? Uh, it's Exhumed. Okay. Uh, I think that I think Slayer's playing. Oh, friend, it's a drummer in that band. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I met Matt, the singer at Bang the Drum. Like, mm-hmm. where are they playing? Uh, Manny's Pizza. Oh, nice. When's that? Uh, I'll look it up. It's on Hail Yourself Magazine's uh, Instagram, which I think is a, a local. Pretty sure it's a local slow magazine, metal magazine. Um, but they go all over. I, I know that like. And I, I need to go get an issue, and I think I can get one at Boo Boo Records, but... For sure, guys. It's one of those, like, that's an inspirational thing, too, is, like, I want to hang out with those dudes, like, yeah, metalheads. They're, they're great, yes, too. So, yeah, let's get that. So, uh, speaking of which, I was going to ask, oh, yeah. uh, upcoming guests for the podcast. Um, so, we should definitely try to get some of those yeah, we'd Hell like, Yourself dudes. That'd be sweet to have them. We definitely got to have Eamon Winkle on. Yeah, Eamon. Uh, shout out, mm-hmm. Eamon. Keep drawing. Yeah, While keep you're here. listening to this right now, yeah. keep drawing. You're doing mm-hmm. great, and we love you. Yeah, mm-hmm. and maybe I can, maybe you can share some uh, some of the pen. Uh, when when you're on, I'm going to pick your brain about what kind of pens you like to use. Oh, yeah. But he has, like, so Castiles. he just posted something today of him using his uh like a specific pen for cross yeah. shading okay that's cool yeah i watched him do that little which, which gave me such anxiety yeah. for like one wrong line <laughs> can like mess up your whole shit yeah but yeah a- amen is definitely wants to come on he he wants us to get in touch and and figure out when we when we have a good day that we can have him on yeah and yeah that's mostly like i'm also like heavily relying on you guys if you guys think if you guys meet people in your everyday activities that you're like you know mention it and you think they'd have fun and want to come on 
I yeah. Shit, I buy them. I, I they, they drink free beer. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. It's Most of the times, it's pretty good beer. We're gonna have Josh <laughs> Diaz back Josh on. Josh Diaz, the guy that created my logo. My tr- the guy. My trivia dad, Larry Pena, wants to Larry come back Pena. on. Yeah. Oh, um, and also we should say that Josh Diaz just made your guys logo for yes, the Canning Club. Yeah, so, so that'll he's be. He's a logo machine, and then be, now we got a, another logo maker probably yeah damn right for being the hive over there Audrey making logos and designs um, I just got commissioned to um, do someone's uh, marriage certificate too oh that's wow. sick how yeah. does that work like, um, she just wanted something super basic you know what says so and so what so and so this day this date basically that I'm just supposed well, to make it pretty cool. fucking cool I know isn't that great that's an important thing yeah. to be yeah wow I know I gotta get cracking man just get out your what the what's that the protractor and the calligraphy pen calligraphy pen mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. with your pinky in the air. <laughs> wow, um, that's awesome. Good. Let's see. We've got yeah. like I'm gonna try to see if I can get because uh, one of my mom's friends, Elizabeth, uh, is a she's an author. She wrote the fussy cut sampler book about like quilting designs and how to oh. make fussy cut squares. That's awesome. And she's a super badass. She's in our. Uh, Bachelor Fantasy League. So the oh, like, that's right. The, the TV show. Yeah, yeah. the TV show, yeah. The Bachelor. We have a fantasy football style league with that, where you pick who you think is going to stay that week. Yeah. You get a certain amount of points on that. Um, um, but yeah, so she would be right. su- super awesome. I'd love to have her on. Okay. Um, she's surprised you didn't see her at Disneyland. She lives down there and like works in Compton at a design studio. And then drives basically like almost every other day into Disneyland to just like hang out for the evening time. <laughs> How rad would that be to get right? to just like hang out at Disneyland whenever you wanted? Yeah, my sister lived down the street when I first moved to LA. And that's how I would go visit her because I like bought an annual plat pass. Yeah, like, it's totally worth it. I'm not gonna go to Orange County to just hang out in yeah. an apartment. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I'd rather just go to Disneyland than yeah. like go back. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. yeah. But um, so we'll try to get Elizabeth Wu, um, Eamon Winkle, Josh Diaz, Larry Pena. Larry Pena. Um, anybody, it, yeah, I mean anybody listening to that if you haven't been on and you're here and slow, get a hold of me somehow. Or if you have, or somebody if you have been that, on, or if you guys know people that you're like, you gotta get. Uh, I know Gabby's friend um, at, who I met yesterday, Jeremy <coughs> Best. I think is his Jeremy name. Best is awesome. Um, he's a great photographer, and he's a good good musician too. Yeah. He played music, and um, and then his uh, and then her friend Allie as well wants to be on. And it's like, yeah, dude, bring it. Anybody yeah. you guys? Well, anybody yeah. that has a good story, and even like if if they're a scientist. Like, yeah. there's still an Absolutely. element of creativity in the way sure. of Absolutely, thinking. Absolutely, dude. Sure. Look at Neil deGrasse Tyson. He's one of the most creative people. He figured out a way to make science relatable for a lot of people. Yeah. And that's why it's like, yeah, so that's... Well, he was a student of Sagan, so you the, can't the, really, like, no. he, he was imparted with this, like, eternal wisdom. <laughs> yeah, of also, and also, like, here, it's science is important for everybody. You know, no... no Obviously, no shade. Oh, we're no we're, we're going to try to get uh, Rodney Babcock on here. Uh, he designed the wheels for the Mars rover. Ooh, yeah. No, I definitely... That'd be that'd be really cool. And that would be awesome because they're working on the second rover for the new mission as well. I'm all about so, it, man. Uh, if, and and uh, Clint, 
we'll sure. we'll do we'll I do really want to pick your brain a lot about the viticulture, so we'll uh-huh. we'll geek out on an episode and we should do one where it, instead of the the can opening, it's a, a cork coming out of a bottle, there you go. and we'll do the wine episode. And totally. it'll be it'll be Clint's brain, and then if you have somebody that you work with or one of your family, like Mark, your brother, I don't know if you want to join or whatever, mm-hmm. but like okay. to talk about all encompassing wine stuff. But yeah, that. I'm all about yeah, it. We Sonia, need to geek out. We, we talked about getting Sonia on, uh, owner of Casa du Metz Winery. Oh, yeah. So that she and Clint yeah. could, could go back and forth yeah. and pick each other's brains. Yeah, because that's also part of the inspiration as, as, as other people that I meet here in this town. It's like, and not just creative. Like, I, I always, it's not meant to be a limiting term and are you a creative person? Because everybody's creative. But it's like, so yeah, I, I, exactly. Broaden our horizon, not just like artists. It's just like scientists. Oh, they're creative still. They're still creative solutions. Creative. Yes, yeah. yes. So science, a rocket science. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of the upcoming. And maybe I'll save this one for next because it it could be a deep, long answer. Or it could be short. But uh, I was gonna ask you guys if you had to pick a superpower, which one? Okay, so like we'll do quick answers now, and then we'll go into a conversation because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm about to call some people out. <laughs> uh, oh no! All right, so, quick. Like, uh, ability to stop time. Yeah, that's my, that's one of mine too. Okay. I would say either that or um, invincibility. Pick one. You, you can only the ability to stop time. I think would be the one. Okay. Stop. Just stop time. So like not go back in time. No, no. Not... So the so the like. If, if you're going to categorize too. it, the Zach Morris timeout. I, if you've watched Saved so by no, the Bell... Okay. I have, but not, it's, not you can, that in depth. You can stop time and influence small circumstances and then resume time. Okay. Oh, yeah, like he does in every episode, or because like a few episodes. Every, <laughs> yeah. like, Audrey, what would yours be? Off the cuff, I'd say flying. Flying. Okay, and now bending. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, I think... I think I would uh, shapeshifter like mm. interesting pen piece of paper so like uh, the wonder twins but just by yourself so you wouldn't have to be form the bucket of, of water yeah. yeah form a bucket of water yeah I could <laughs> shapeshift into anything so yeah again this so. is we're gonna have to have a much larger, I know and that's because what, flying yeah. you can it depends like you can either jump and glide but then if you're not invincible when you land your legs will go through your body and you'll die or if it's telekinesis you can it, only it does, it's not like a it's not no, like a superhero can, can movie where it's landing, like all wrapped so up like already pretty to go so like... yeah so that goes with telekinesis that would be the ability to fly but then that means you can only fly this. as fast as you could run and you could not fly That'd as, be hilarious as high. to see. So it would just be people throwing shit at you all the time. And you're like, please stop. <laughs> like, no. If oh, I there goes fly, that asshole flying I again. Fly <laughs> as high as I wanted to. Because I would be in this. But see, like, that's two superpowers. I would be in this. Why? All right, all right. Because I, of the see, I see where he's This is true. No. This, see, this exact Tele- reason is why I have problems with superhero movies. Yeah, it's, uh, my brain immediately picks that shit apart. If you are only like this, not most, like a fucking bird, I would fly like a fucking bird. They don't have telekinesis, <laughs> so you would have a wing. You would have bird. to have no, wings. I, we're talking about superpowers, exactly. Henry. You which don't have one, goddamn which, wings. Which one? <laughs> fucking go like this. Which Woo! one? And okay. fly in the so, air. Yeah, so that's super strength, and you're gliding then. 
And so if you don't have invincibility, no, it's not, if you don't I have would, invincibility, would, you're going to die. No, no. <laughs> Wow. So yeah, we're okay. This is next really episode. heated. This is next my made-up world, Henry. I don't know about your made-up world. Your made-up world has rules. I, I like this can of worms I opened. I didn't realize. No, see, I no, I, I like it. There's it's so good. much, especially if it's only if you can only have one superpower. If you're like, right. I would like to fly like Superman, and that's the only Superman. It's like okay. Well, then you won't die when you fall back to Earth. Right. How does he just have telekinesis? He's just fucking flying. No, he glides. <laughs> he glides. No, he does not glide. You never see him go, whoo, and then he fucking, when he puts his fist forward, he goes faster. <laughs> He's indestructible. He's not gliding. But Superman is just any power that he hasn't, tr- like, not tried yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh why he's Superman. God. He's very yeah. super. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, but this this is a conversation needed for like okay. a five hour episode. I think it's like episode. arguing over like you know, do elves have pointy ears or not? Yes, they well, do. if they're in, well, they're how do you know? <laughs> have you seen one? I have. In my dreams, um, I've I've written a lot of fan fiction about. <laughs> All right, well, we're falling apart at the scene. I love it. It's a good good ending point, you guys. Um, all right, well, let's uh, let's keep your momentum going if you've got it right now. And yeah, if you don't, up, find a way to get that momentum work, going. Work on your superpowers. Work on, work on developing a better But only answer. one. Yeah. <laughs> Superpower. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for being here. Cheers, everybody. Thanks. I got an empty glass. Come to the show anyways. on Saturday. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.